subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network. Y'all ready for this? This is the Gimme the Hogs Chuck Podcast presented by Weikert Realtors, the Griffin Company. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. He is a loathsome, offensive brute, yet I can't look away. This is the business we've chosen. I was just uh, smelling, smiling. I was just browsing. For your wife or your girlfriend? Uh, what? What happened? Well, it's the Wednesday before Christmas, which means if you're a guy, it's crunch time. It's crunch time as far as Christmas shopping goes. If you are a typical male, you have waited until the last moment. Now, if you're a thoughtful guy, maybe you've dealt with this. Maybe you dealt with it in the early part of December or so. But the typical guy. They're still trying to remember what their wife or girlfriend said they wanted for Christmas. And they're going to try to weave it into the conversation. You remember Monday, I said it's time to start thinking about it. Now, part of thinking about it means you've got to weave into the conversation all the things you've forgotten that you were told about Christmas. And so, hopefully, over the last 48 hours or so, you've rediscovered what these items are. Now, if you order online, you're going to have to pay. You're going to have to pay for the express delivery. Because it's going to end on Saturday. You know, Christmas Eve, Sunday, the actual holidays on Monday. So you got to do the express deal. If you go into the mall, you got to take what's left. You just do. I've always believed that a great last-minute gift is perfume. Go to the Dillard's counter, ask for the hottest perfume, maybe even the most expensive perfume, if budget's not an issue. Buy that, and um, it's always a winner. I'm not saying it's the only thing. But it's always a winner. That's a great last-minute gift suggestion. All right, let's uh, talk about important stuff, or at least more important stuff. Basketball, football. Uh, we got the Razorbacks on the basketball floor tomorrow night. They're going to play Abilene Christian. You've got National Signing Day in college football for the early period beginning today. And that's where we're going to start on the Gimme the Hogstock podcast presented by Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company. You know, I got to be honest. Every time I'm around Muss, you can feel the frustration. I mean, you can literally feel it when he walks into the room. Um, I felt it Saturday night after the game when he sat across the table down in North Little Rock and we were doing the post-game show. <laughs> I felt it Monday night when he walked into Sassy's for his radio show. I got to tell you, though, I know coaches – if they were really completely honest, would tell you that, you know, maybe that weekly radio show's not the highlight of their week. But Muss always gives it a good go. And, and quite frankly, he says some of his best stuff. If you listen, he says some of his best stuff during this show. And I've got some cuts pulled today. The biggest problem when you go to the, the tape of Muss Live is trying to pare it down. Because there's so much good stuff. I've got three cuts pulled for the podcast today. I think they're all pretty good. The first one deals with the situation overall. Look, we need to play better basketball. We have a lot of areas that we have to grow in. We have a lot of areas that we have to improve on. We're still trying to figure out our rotation. Obviously, I think whatever 11 guys played or whatever in the first half, who we start in the next game is probably going to be a different starting lineup than started in our last game. And You know, how do you go about getting better? Well, you got to get in the lab and go to work. We practiced this morning. It was all defense, no offense whatsoever. 
and then we came back and did a lot. Everything was offense in the second practice. We're going to work again tomorrow. You know, we are. We need to. You know, we got to get better. We didn't go long, to be honest with you, Chuck. I mean, it was really an hour and a half, hour and a half. We could have done it in one practice, but today's generation, sometimes you get a little three-hour break and you can refocus a little bit more. So that's how we did it. You know, we got to squeeze in a couple extra five-minute film sessions as well than if we just would have gone once. Uh, but I was proud of the energy. I was proud of the focus of the guy. And some of the guys are, are hungry. Some of the guys that maybe didn't play quite as many minutes, they had a little bit more bounce, a little bit more sense of urgency, which is the way you want a player or players to respond. Now, it sounds like from a practice perspective this week, things have gone about the way they expected. I've never gotten the sense through all of this that practice habits or bad practice habits, things of that nature, was the overriding issue. I've never gotten that impression at all. I still think he's just trying to figure out who his guys are. You know, every year, and particularly this year, when all these new players, all these scorers um, came into the program, and many people speculated, well, is he, is he changing? Is he going to go beyond seven or eight deep? We've seen him go really deep into that bench in first halves. I've never for one moment thought it signaled a change in philosophy. Frankly, I've thought every moment that it was born more out of frustration than anything else. I don't believe he wants to play 10 or 11 players. I don't think that's in his DNA. I don't think that's what he wants to do. He wants to get this thing down to eight or nine. He talked about this on Monday night, and if you listen, I think his comments are telling. We are trying to figure out who's going to play. We're getting a pretty doggone good body of work with the guys that have got minutes. There's starting to be some themes with certain guys, some of them really, really great themes, and (laughs) some themes that might affect their playing time as well. But, yeah, we really are trying to figure out who our eight, nine guys are because certainly we have these two non-conference games that have high importance, and then we got the SEC play coming. And so the quicker we can figure it out, the better. See, I think we know that there are certain players that are going to be out there every time. They're going to probably start every game and they're going to be the leaders of the team. I think we know that Trevin Brazil's going to be out there. I think we know that Devo's going to be out there. I think we know that most nights, even though it wasn't this way last week, I think we know that most nights, Tremont Mark's probably going to guard their second-best offensive player, you know, provided he's not seven feet tall. I think those are some of the things we know. Everything else you know, it kind of comes and goes. There are games when this player or this area seems not only satisfactory but above average. And then there are other games when other areas and other players don't seem quite that way anymore. I think they're still looking. I think they'll be looking tomorrow night. I hope that when they play on the 30th against Wilmington, I guess it is, I hope that they've pared it down a little bit. I'm of the opinion, and I'll just be honest about it, if they get into conference play and they're still playing 10 or 11 guys, they're in trouble because that means he doesn't know who his players are. It means he may not have as many as we thought he might. I think this thing's got to get pared down. 
there's a certain way he's done this, not just here, but at Nevada. And, you know, you go into his NBA career as well. There's a certain way he's always done it. This is not the way. And I think he'd probably tell you that. So I'm not certain that we're – in fact, I know that if this team gets it together and starts winning ball games, we're not going to see a bunch of guys playing. We'll see some. Certainly not going to see 11 in the first half. I don't think that's on the good must teams. That's just not the way they operate. I want to talk about this team's identity or lack thereof in just a minute. But first, I want to talk to those of you who are buying or selling a home. Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company, is the name you need to remember. I can tell you that you know right now you read, you read, you watch television, you listen to the radio, you hear lots of things about the housing market. What's going to come in 2024? You know, that's the popular thing. When you get to the end of one calendar year, everybody tries to predict what the housing market's going to be like the next year. I have no idea. But I know a Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company, they're watching it every day. Stuff like that's important. Things that we read nationally, they bring home. And that's important to be able to do that. It's important to understand the market. And by understand the market, I mean neighborhood to neighborhood, street to street. Because you're getting into real money. There's a lot of money on the table right now. More money than ever when it comes to the housing market. So you want to make certain that the person on your side of the table understands exactly what your needs are, listens to you, asks questions, and then is able to apply what's going on around you to your situation. It's all part of the process of getting you from contract to close. And that's what they do best at Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company. Now, they've got an office in Fayetteville. They're in Springdale, Bentonville, Fort Smith. They're in Branson now. And you can always log on to WeikerGriffin.com. Long-time listener, first-time caller. So, give me the hug. Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use our promo code BELIEVE. That's B L E A V for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. All right, one more basketball item. To me, all this boils down to identity. What are you going to hang your hat on? I think from an identity standpoint, drawing fouls has been a big part of who we are. The defense at times can dictate that, but for the most part, we've been one of the higher free throw attempt teams in the country not just this year but you go all the way back to our year one mason jones led the country in free throws attempted number one when you draw free throws it allows your defense to get set and i think that's why we've been a pretty good half court defensive team because when you're going to the foul line so much that eliminates transition baskets the other way i think right now offensively that's been the one thing that we've been able to say hey ftas ftas we got to get free throws attempted And then defensively, we don't have an identity right now. Interesting, I called three players in yesterday for a meeting. You know, the funny thing is my father's teams played probably as good a matchup zone in the history of college basketball. I know how to teach a matchup zone. I asked the players, three of the veterans, hey, do you want me to come in 
on Monday and, and put in a matchup zone. No way, man, which I was really happy to hear because most players will say, yeah, let's put a zone in because, number one, it quite frankly, you don't exert as much energy. There's not as much accountability. I was really proud of their response. I think it was the correct response because we would have been back starting over. Um, right now, at least in a man-to-man defense, we've got a whole summer of working and talking. Do Have we developed the habits? No. And so as a fan, if you see a guy guarding somebody and that man catches the ball and your hand is not in their face or their eyeball, <laughs> they're not doing what we're supposed to. That's a pretty simple DNA. If I'm guarding you, Chuck, and you pass the ball to someone and I don't jump in the direction of the pass, well, that's not what they've been taught and told. So if you're watching a game at home on TV or you're at Bud Walton and somebody's guarding someone and the ball gets passed to the right and they don't jump one jump stop over it, they're not doing what they're told. And if you see someone not make a three-point shooter floor the ball, that's what we're telling them. If you're guarding a guy who can shoot and we're giving him numbers, telling the player, hey, he's either red, yellow, or blue. If he's a, a blue, he can't shoot. If he's a red, don't ever let him catch and shoot. He's got to floor the ball. And if you're guarding a yellow, you're going to have to tag and retreat, take away the catch and shoot three, and then play the dribble drive. So that's why coach is yelling. That guy didn't put a hand in the eyeball. That guy didn't jump to the ball. So now you know what to watch for. You can sit next to your buddy or your wife or your kids and you can repeat everything he just said. And you'll sound like a smart fan when the Razorbacks play tomorrow night. 6 o'clock, the tip-off time, 5.30 for the courtside show along the Razorback Sports Network, the SEC Network, will tell about it. All right, football. National Signing Day. The early signing period begins today. The Razorbacks have been busy. As we record this, they're still signing players. And Sam Pittman's not had anything to say yet. That'll come later today. We're going to talk about it a good bit on Friday. We'll break it down on the podcast then. The cream of the crop in terms of in-state players is uh, Braylon Russell. Now, this guy's a keeper. He's from Benton. He's a running back. He's 6'1 at 240. I said that right, 6'1 at 240. He's a four-star recruit, rated the number 16 running back in the nation by ESPN. In his final two years of high school, he rushed for right at 3,000 yards, had 46 rushing touchdowns and six receiving touchdowns. Among the schools that the Razorbacks compete with, that offered him scholarships, Ole Miss, Tennessee, Texas A&M, South Carolina. There were a bunch of others, too, in different conferences. Everybody wanted him. It's a good get. And again, on Friday, we'll we'll run down the complete uh, National Signing Day list, as it is at that point. It's not done. That's the thing about it. It's not done. There's some offensive linemen in this group, and we'll focus on that a good bit on Friday as well. Hey, if you're getting ready for the weekend and we're not that far away, the Bet Saracen app's where you need to go if you're one of those who likes to place a little wager on the game you're watching. Or maybe your favorite team. Or maybe your favorite player. How many points is he going to score? How many rebounds is he going to get? All of those things are available at the Bet Saracen app. That's what makes it fun. That's why it's Vegas, Arkansas style. It is fun. And there are opportunities to place wagers that you're not going to find other places. I know there are Vegas odds. But I know that if you're going to play them legally, you got to be in Vegas. And I also know there are laws in our state that keep a lot of these national betting apps from operating in our state, and it's really better that way. 
because that gives you an opportunity to place in-game wagers on your favorite hogs and do things maybe you wouldn't be able to do on one of those national betting apps. If you've not downloaded it, you need to do so today. They've got a how-to-play video. They'll get you ready to rock and roll with the Bet Saracen app. All right, a couple more basketball notes before we go. The Razorback women are playing in a tournament in West Palm Beach, Florida this week. There's a game today, another one tomorrow. On the men's side, one game of note tonight, Alabama plays Arizona in Phoenix. Again, the Hawks tomorrow night. When we're around on Friday, we'll break down the football signing class. We'll visit as we always do with the legend Matt Jones. So hope you make plans to be around then. Get your shopping done, fellas, and we'll visit on Friday. Until then, thanks for listening. Subscribe to the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast. Go to hitthatline.com or search Hit That Line wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't forget to rate, review, and share. This podcast has been presented by Bet Online. This podcast is an exclusive property of Pearson Broadcasting. It may not be copied, reproduced, modified, published, uploaded, reposted, transmitted, or distributed in any way without Pearson Broadcasting's prior written consent. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.